Hello and welcome back to Sea Ridge UK, where quite simply it's Chicago Bulls thing. Wherever you're listening, rate, review, subscribe, helps us out and it shows you don't miss another episode. I'm Matt and as usual joined by Neil. How are we doing Neil? I'm good Matt, um, I'm glad to be sitting down for a little while. I hit the ground running this morning and it just feels like I haven't stopped all day long so uh, this is going to be a nice little break for me now. Yeah, obviously it's Friday night and we're recording, which is a, a little unusual for us, but that's due to having a special guest. Mm. Um, goes by many nicknames given to him by Big Dave, the main one being Joey 1K. How are we doing, Joey? I'm doing great. I'm very excited to be on. Thank you guys for having me. Um, like we were just talking about, something that has been in the works for a while, and so... I'm excited to, you know, finally get on with you guys and chop it up. Yeah, as you say, we've been speaking about it for a while and uh, we just wanted to give you a, an opportunity to be a part of the show. Um, you probably remember Gary, who was part of our chat, tried to get the CHGOE going a, a while ago. <laughs> of course. So I'm sure course. He'll, be, he'll be thrilled to listen to this one. I believe he goes by the Wonder Pigeon on Twitter. That's the one. That's yeah, the one. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I'm sure I appreciate I appreciate his uh, support very much. I'm sure, I'm sure he'll he'll love that. Um, he will that you actually remembered him. Of course. Um, I mean, the first thing I want to know is obviously you're behind the the scenes as such with CHGO. You know, was it something you saw yourself doing, or, and how did you actually get into doing it? Yeah. Um, it's a good question. Honestly, I didn't have a ton of experience formally with, um, production specifically. Um, I always sort of wanted to work in sports media. I didn't know exactly in what, you know, in what medium or exactly what I was going to be doing. Um, but my senior year of college, I actually got involved just doing some stuff on Photoshop and, um, I actually had a, my own podcast in college as well. It was goofy. Um, I'm not going to drop the name on here, but, it, but I had a bit of a cult following. So I was always sort of into it, but I, I didn't really have a ton of experience with it. Um, and funny, I always say like when I, when I took the job, um, I didn't even know really what a producer did. So, you know, it, it's been an interesting ride. Um, and, and looking back, I, I think it's exactly what I had always wanted to do. I just didn't always know, you know, that jobs like this really existed. And so I'm very fortunate. Um, shout out to Jake Flanagan, who is the GM of CHGO, who I had a prior relationship with through an internship that I had had. And he brought me aboard and it's just been, you know, an unbelievable experience ever since. Mm, yeah, it's cool. It, it's, it's great. I love the way you kind of, even though you're behind the camera, as such that the boys still bring you in and, and you bring yourself in and you've really become part of the crew and it, it, it's great. It's, it, we get a real kick out of the involvement. Yeah, it's obviously a lot of fun um, to be involved and I'm super thankful that I work with, you know, a group um, that lets me be involved um, and shout out to the Bulls guys, obviously, but really every show I do, the Cubs guys, uh, Bears, Blackhawks, I, I think all the beats just do a really good job of, you know, making whoever's producing just feel like part of the show. And that's sort of how it is in our office. We're all talking, you know, when the show's not going on, we're all hanging out and chatting. We're all friends. So, mm. you know, it's uh, 
for somebody that's it's it's a perfect you know it's it's a dream come true for somebody who's working off camera because you, you really do get to be part of it and it's a lot of fun yeah yeah it looks like you have a lot of fun sometimes though the fun is is kind of aimed in your direction and and the chg chgo balls anyway we don't listen to the other ones as such because we're just bulls fans really right but you do bear the brunt of a lot of the jokes and digs from the rest of the boys um do you ever feel like just turning off their mics to shut them up like i mean you are essentially the man with the power you're the man with the big red button right Mm -hmm. yeah that's interesting i've thought about it before maybe on a remote (laughs) show you know it's really easy to just exit them out of the room for a quick second (laughs) um you know, if we were in studio, their sound would still probably come through one of the other mics. But it's a, you know, it's a good call. Maybe just cut it off altogether. But no, I mean, honestly, I think with those guys, everybody, it, what goes around comes around. Everybody, right? You got to be able, you got to be able to dish it out a little. You got to be able to take it. I do plenty of joking around at their expense. Um, yeah. And obviously, I think as you guys and anybody else who watches the show knows, it's it's all out of love. So no, there's no. I'll keep the mics rolling for now. <laughs> yeah, yeah it, it's obvious that it's just uh it's all coming from a very a very good place don't worry <laughs> yes of course except except with the portillos except with the portillos <laughs> oh man i hate i hate that i have to bring that up but no that was too but that was that was closer on peck being legitimately angry for anyone who was wondering i wasn't <laughs> sure for a little bit we did you know we we definitely you know, played it up a little bit for the content, but don't think that there wasn't any. He was he was upset. <laughs> the man likes his meat. What can I say? <laughs> yeah, that's an understatement. Yeah, well, we had him on uh, last year as a guest on this, and a lot of the talk turned to meat then. So we, we know exactly how we can't feel. say I'm surprised. <laughs> um, obviously, we met you all out in Paris, um, which was an amazing experience, and. So that's one of the many experiences that you've had since been there. Is you know it must be pretty amazing place to work. Yeah, I mean it really. Like I said, it's sort of a dream come true for me. I mean, just top to bottom, um, you know, I, it's very cool to just say your job is you know watching and talking about sports. Um, I like to make the, you know, making graphics is something I was doing, you know, before it was my job. And so to be able to, you know, call that your work is is a lot of fun. But on top of that, just um, the vibe of the office, as as Luke Stuckmeyer from CHO Cubs would say, the vibes are very high all the time. It's really an unbelievable group of people, smart and professional, but everybody who likes to have fun and nice and friendly and you know it's just a it's a great collection of people and it's honestly could not have asked for you know a better place to have been starting my professional career for real yeah i mean going back to the 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 paris trip obviously that it was an amazing experience for us um and i have to see following your journeys as well through the podcast and the videos and everything it obviously was for you did it shock you how international CHGO had actually got how popular you were when you was there. Yeah. I mean, it's something that always will amaze me, you know, just on any episode, seeing you guys in the chat and seeing, you know, Jimmy and some of the other guys, you know, from, you know, just fans from all over. We always, you know, get comments from people in Portugal and 
guys in Israel and wherever. And so that's always very cool. But it was definitely on a different level seeing it uh, in person in Paris. And, you know, yeah, it was really unbelievable. Um, You know, there was a couple experiences and I think it it was probably go if you went back, you could see it in our vlog. But, um, you know, we met somebody outside of the Lonzo Ball event and they just totally recognized Matt and Big Dave and uh just a couple other people and it's it's a very surreal uh something to think about just that uh i I don't know it's it you know because i think the beauty sort of of chgo is that it is so chicago centric and it comes from out of chicago but um but also i just think building that community and you know making everybody no matter where they are feel like they're watching from the united center from chicago you know, we take a lot of pride in that. And so it was very cool to see the payoff on that for sure. Yeah. And a, another international fan recently puts in, well, I think he's one of our fellow UK fans, Nath, the tattoo with the right. Bulls logo and the CHG. That, that, that's a bit crazy. <laughs> <laughs> that was really cool to see. Honestly, I mean, it's just, it's another crazy thing just to think like, um, you know, there's people out there watching every day and, appreciating what we do and you know it makes what we do worth it and just it's good to know that you know people have been enjoying the content and and have sort of found you know a community that uh they can identify with and you know like for you guys especially you know that brings you closer to bulls fans and and all that it's awesome yeah yeah it's great so is chgo a full-time gig for you then joey and and how much time do you spend on like prepping and planning for each part across the CHGO network? Yeah, CHGO is for sure full-time gig for me. Um, you know, it really depends on each show. Um, there's some days where I'm doing a bunch of different shows, and so I'm a little bit less involved in sort of what is going to be discussed, and we leave that more to the host because – busy sort of building out the streams and making some of the graphics but i definitely like to be as involved as i can um i think i tend to be a little bit more involved in some of the creative aspects when it comes to cubs and bulls um but you know there's a lot of times where i'll just have an idea on the spot um and try and you know build a graphic or you know something that uh can add to the show for sure but you know i i it's definitely you know, I think you get out what you put in for sure. And so mm-hmm. you want to, you want to make things that are nice and good and look good and it's going to take time, but it, uh, every show is different for us. I don't know if I'm, if that answered the question at all, but that's, that's sort of how I look at it. Yeah, no, that, that's, uh, that's good. It's good insight. Cause, uh, we're actually looking into moving towards maybe something a bit further with us uh, rather than doing audio, maybe moving into uh, video. So we'll be looking into graphics and things like that ourselves going forward. So it's just interesting to know what way you do it. Like, yeah, I mean, it's definitely a big part of it for sure. And, um, you know, I think the graphic element and being able to see Matt, Dave and Whale on the screen just does, you know, goes the extra mile mm-hmm. to uh, sort of make you feel like you're watching with everybody. And so, you know, especially when we're in the live chat, um, it just, it, it, it always to me feels like we've got the whole chat right there with us because I mean, especially those guys just do such a good job of, um, getting involved with the chat, answering questions, bantering, you know, Matt sometimes might take it a little too far. Um, but <laughs> they just, 
I think, I mean, it would be easier for you guys to say, but I like to think that, you know, we make it feel like you guys are right there along for the ride with us. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's definitely. good. <laughs> so, um, away from CHGO, is, is basketball your first love sports wise or are you more of a football or baseball? Yeah. Um, it's funny, honestly. I, basketball is not my first love. It actually took me a little bit longer to come around, um, into basketball might be, I'm, I'm, I'm on the shorter side. As you guys know, we met, um, but I wasn't, a, I wasn't a great basketball player. Um, I loved, loved, loved baseball growing up. Still do really big Cubs fan. That was probably my first love just cause I remember being really little and going to Wrigley field and Sammy Sosa. So baseball was probably my first love and I loved, loved playing football um when i was younger too and still do but i've really some of the best fandom years that i can remember was like derrick rose's mvp season i think i was in seventh grade um and that was just one of the most like electric i watch every game and it's just like i i miss those times as a bulls fan um but recently sort of in my college years i i sort of you know took a little bit of a, a downswing with my NBA fandom, but have really picked it up and have become just a huge, huge fan. It's just so interesting to me, the amount of young talent in the league um, and all of the players across the league are just very interesting for me to follow. And I like college basketball a lot. So I like following, you know, guys' career paths as they're coming out. And that has sort of swung it for me. And so now I'm very, very invested in, you know, listening to NBA media and podcasts and reading things and just following up on what's going on all across the league. And so it's it's definitely picked up for me in recent years. Um, but I've, I've always liked basketball, but it, it, I'm now, I think, a bigger basketball fan than I've ever been. Yeah. yeah, I suppose you kind of have no choice, really, being around Matt and Dave and Will, really. <laughs> no question. No question. They've They've brought it out of me as well. And now... You know, I mean, no, there's no doubt when you're when you're when you're doing that every day, you know, I just really hope when I'm thinking about, you know, doing, you know, at least 82 games next season for the show, hopefully more if we get to the playoffs, plus, you know, whatever preseason games like you just want them to put together a good roster and be competitive even more so. So it definitely has, I'd say, elevated my fandom even further. No doubt. Yeah. OK, so sticking with the Bulls then, right? What do you think, personally, the Bulls should do going into the draft and the offseason? I mean, it's such an open-ended question, honestly. Um, I would like to see them open up a move to give them some flexibility, maybe get younger, um, and just take some swings. I, I don't think that they are accomplishing much with this current roster, um, this core at least. My thing from the beginning has been I would have liked to have seen them trade Vooch at the deadline and see what they could have gotten um, because personally I don't I don't want him. I don't you know I, I don't have anything against Vooch but at this point I just I'm not sure I am thrilled at the idea of bringing him back just because I just think he like Will Gottlieb said on our show the other day just think he sort of limits some of the things that you can do offensively and 
defensively as well. I know that sounds kind of stupid considering they're a top five defense, but I just uh, I'm bringing a 32 year old Vooch back for three years of twenty million dollars. I just don't see that being a move that is going to be where you're going to be able to build a team around him and Zach's contract and be competitive in the next couple of years. So that's number one. Um, and then I would like to see them if they're going to do that. I think it's probably time to. Uh, move to Mars well because I like I said I just don't see that this team is necessarily competing as con- currently constructed so I'm not sure what you're getting for DeMar but I would like to explore that market for sure and I have the utmost respect and admiration for DeMar he's come in here he's been uh, the consummate professional teammate veteran he's done a phenomenal job but I just think it's probably time for where this team is going. Um, I'm totally fine if you want to keep Zach because, you know, I, I do I think Zach is the number one on a championship team? Absolutely not. But I do think that he's a very talented player. He's still getting better. I think he had one of his best seasons of his career this year. And, you know, he's still – you still have him on contract for a long time. And, you know, you, you could build around him. So I wouldn't mind keeping Zach. I wouldn't mind moving him if you get a great offer – um, I'd like to see Patrick Williams hopefully get some more on-ball reps um, next next season. And, you know, I think we could see very quickly whether or not that's something that um, is going to continue to ascend, you know, his development or not. But that's, that's sort of my, you know, loose plan. I, I'd like to see them, you know, keep Kobe White around, hold on to that asset. I think he's still developing as a player. Um, ideally, I think you just sign him to the qualifying offer and give him another year where you can evaluate what you're going to do with him. But, um, yeah, I mean, what, what do you guys think? Yeah, well, I mean, to to go back over what you've just said there, I think with the Vooch thing, um, I, I, I don't mind keeping Vooch um, because I think it works when it runs through him. But the reason why it doesn't run through him is because himself and DeMar kind of counteract one another, really. Right. I think for me, the primary person to kind of shift um, would be DeMar. Um, like that, I totally appreciate what he's done for the Bulls, totally appreciate the way he plays and the person he is. But my concern is, have we seen as much as we can see out of him and should we move him now while he's worth probably the most we're going to get out of him for now? Um, that said, I wouldn't be totally upset if we were to sign and trade Vooch. Um, I'm not really on for letting him walk for nothing. <clears throat> I know that clears a small bit of cap space, but I'd still prefer to Right, try no and, doubt, because you're not yet. I don't even think you're not really even you're still over the cap, so you don't Yeah. I don't even think that's really creating much more flexibility at least in this season. So ideally exactly. I agree, you're getting something at least back for him. Yeah, yeah. Um Patrick Williams is my guy, so I definitely would like to see him develop a bit more. And again, with that, I think when he's on the on the floor without Demar, um, both him and Kobe tend to tend to sit into their position a little bit better and play a little bit freer. And I think that maybe uh, could be another reason why um, Demar moving on might help this squad to develop that little bit more. What about you, Matt? Yeah, I mean, I kind of flip between ideas. One minute it's blow it up, and the next it's kind of. Who are you keeping around sort of thing. Um, either way, something's got to change. Um, it does kind of feel like we've kind of missed the boat with being able to 
well the value of like Damar and and Vooch as well. Um, you know, if they'd have done something last year with them, I think we'd have got a lot more for them. Um, but yeah, it's. I say something's got to change because it just wasn't enjoyable at all last year. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, obviously for us getting up at one o'clock in the morning, it's it's just yeah, it's some it's tough going. And, um, <laughs> yeah, obviously one person that nobody's mentioned is is Ayo. Where do you stand with Ayo? Because I know obviously he's he's quite close with you and obviously CHGO and everything. Um. You know, I, I, I still have a lot of faith in Ohio's development. I, I think we, you know, I think there's no doubt um, he took a step, you know, I don't want to say a step back, but maybe a sidestep in his development. I don't think he necessarily had the sophomore season that you would have hoped for. Um, but I still like his game and like what he brings to the table as a competitor, as an athlete. He's got size. Um, we've seen him knock down shots before. Um, I think we know that his work ethic is very high. His motor is high. Um, and so I do think he could be, you know, winning role player, um, on a good team. No doubt. It's obviously, you know, a crowded position. Um, they've got a lot of guards on the rosters. Big Dave likes to say, you know, they've got a lot of point guards and somehow no point guard, but you know, I, I, I think you're, you're definitely crunched at that position, especially if you're looking and talking about bringing Kobe back and you've got Caruso and, you know, I don't even want to, you know, obviously Lonzo is an elephant in the room as well, but um, I, you know, I, in a, in a, in an ideal world, I think you keep IO as well. Yeah. Yeah. And also we know that you're uh, you're good friends with IO at this stage. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't know if he, if he would say we were good friends, but I like to, I, I like to think that if we were walking down the street, he would recognize me. I don't know. Well, we, we <laughs> meet him in, in France and you have a chat outside that the news together, yes. you know? <laughs> yes. That was probably my favorite experience with IO that we had talking to him in France. It was, I, it was very, it was a good time. And, um, got to ask him about my texas longhorns and it was just it was that that conversation stuck out for me cool he's a he's a cool he's a cool guy i was gonna say i was gonna say he's a cool kid but we're like the same age so <laughs> um joey we all know about um matt peck and his emotional encounter he had in france with his hero um if you could choose someone from any sport what would be your matt meets Joakim moment Wow. Um, that's a good one. There was probably a time where it would have been Chris Bryant or Anthony Rizzo. But Derek Rose is a hard one for me to turn down. Like I said, that was like peak fandom for anything for me. I mean, just at the age I was at and how good Derek was and how good of a story it was from, you know, being from Chicago and battling that the mighty heat teams. And it was just, it was so awesome to watch. So I, I, that would probably be my pick. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. I mean, speaking, well, you mentioned D Rose quite a lot. I'm assuming he is he your all time favorite bull. Yeah, that's that's my guy. D Rose is definitely up there. I mean, he's my all-time favorite. There's no doubt for guys that I've seen play. Yeah, he was just. I mean, there was nothing that compared to watching him. Some other guys, 
I loved Luol Deng. Really big Lou guy. Think he's. I think still think he's underrated um, for what he brought to that team. Um, and he was just. He was the heart of the Bulls for so long. Um, really liked Andres Nocioni when I was younger. Um, was a big Noach guy. Had a jersey. Um, trying to think of who else some of my other guys throughout the years have been. Um, but yeah, Rose is definitely. He's the number one far far and away. Yeah, Derek Rose was, was unbelievable when he was with the Bulls before the injury. Um, I actually got to see him p- uh, play, uh, and it was actually Derek Rose night uh, in the United Center, and they had the whole um, floor in the, with a seated area uh, decorated with rose petals everywhere. It was cool. Yeah, we just uh, miss him a lot, and you know, we had the conversation on our show the other day, but for me personally, like, if, they, if it was for the right price and in the right role, I would love for them to have a, a Rose reunion because I just think it would it would bring closure to some of his, you know, his career. And, and I just think um, – I think Bulls fans would love it and deserve something like that. You know, I, do, do I think he's necessarily going to help them a ton on the court? No. But, you know, if he would take a minimum and sort of be a culture veteran, I, I would love that. Yeah, uh, we talked about it as well uh, one of our pods recently. Um, and, I mean, I, th- I think we differ slightly, didn't we, Matt, on it? Uh, yeah, because you'd come around to Brett's way of thinking, didn't you? Yeah. I kind of like the idea of, of Derek coming back, not just because of the nostalgia behind it, which I think would be the wrong reason to bring him back, especially with the position the Bulls are in currently. But I can actually see some benefit in bringing him back in regards to the mentorship um, and the fact that, you know, I don't know how much you'd get out of him at this stage of his career, but I'm sure in short spells, he could certainly provide something on the floor in regards to leadership and uh, even being able to uh, to move the ball around and kind of maybe space the floor a bit better than we tend to do. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm not sure. It's it's hard to say. We've seen it before where guys have been out of rotations and a change of scenery can, you know, totally rejuvenate their career. So I don't want to write them off. Um, mm. No doubt. Yeah. I think I ended up going just sort of the same way that Peck did and along the lines of it's a, it's a typical Jerry sort of signing. Get him in for nostalgia and to sell merch and tickets and everything like that and that you know nobody wants to see D Rose used in that way do they so it's you uh... guys are just pessimistic <laughs> <laughs> no I'm, I'm happy about him coming back I'm happy about it I meant you and Pac you guys I mean oh. I, I agree maybe <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, okay. maybe that's part of it but I refuse I refuse to look at that angle of it because Derek deserves it in my opinion <laughs> yeah. it would just it would be I would be too happy for Derek if that was something that he wanted to do to to get mad about evil Jerry. Right. <laughs> but and, I do and, understand. But even even taking that, that side out of it, like like you say, you know, trying to look at the, the benefit of the Reinsdorf's pockets, taking that side out of it, I, I actually think it would give the city a real lift to see Derek come back to Chicago. Yeah, no doubt. I mean I I, I, I sort of said um I make the connection to, I was talking about Kyle Hendricks coming back who pitched, who's pitched for the Cubs for a long time. He was been injured for a while. And it's just, 
the city of Chicago is just, you know, it's things have been, things have been better on the sports um, basis here. And it just seems like we have said a goodbye to a lot of good players recently and players that have mean a lot to the city. And so I do think um, the city would appreciate bringing Derek back. Yeah. So that, I've got a question actually on, on all the sports in Chicago. Obviously we're mainly bulls, but I know you, you cover everything. As you just said there, there's a bit of excitement around it, but which team currently excites you the most? Like Bears, Bulls, Blackhawks, you know, because Blackhawks getting the first pick. Bears seem to have completely flipped their roster from, well, watching from afar anyway for us. Um, so it does feel like there's a, a switch in the way yeah, Chicago sports is going. But I don't think there's a switch in the way Chicago sports is going because I just think that there's so many different fans in Chicago. Every team has their dedicated fans, and every team's always going to be popular. It just depends, you know, who you're talking to. But for me personally, um, I'm most excited about the Bears, I would say, because I'm a huge Justin Fields fan. I, I remember exactly where I was going crazy when they drafted him. I watched him play a lot in college. Um, and so I'm very, very optimistic about the Bears future and just excited to watch them play. And yeah, I, that's, that's probably the team that I am the most excited about the Blackhawks, Connor Bedard, very exciting as well. Um, and hopefully can, can bring them back to, you know, where they were at a couple years back. Um, but I think that. The Chicago has been waiting a long time for, you know, a franchise quarterback. And I, I personally am, you know, a huge believer in Justin Fields. So I'm really excited for September to roll around and see what he can do and what the Bears can do in general. Bears drafted one of my favorite uh, players from the University of Texas ever, Roshan Johnson. So that was awesome to see. I was very excited when that happened. And, um, yeah, really excited for this upcoming Bears season. Cool. Um, you're about to take time out from producing at CHGO for anyone that hasn't listened to the most recent kind of couple of pods. Um, are you going to work with kids in the summer, I believe? Um, can you tell us a little bit about your new venture? Or is that something you want to keep close to your chest? And also, can you guarantee us a return to CHGO? Yeah, so it's something that, um, you know, I, I, the only, I would have, and I, Sorry, I just, uh, I don't know if that was English, but I was hesitant to talk about it because I don't like the spotlight on me and I don't necessarily think it's like me leaving is something that should be like celebrated, but I'm really grateful that um, CHGO is allowing me to do this because it is something that means a ton to me. Um, and it's a camp that I have been involved in for a super long time, almost 15 years. And it, it just means a lot to me to be able to go back and contribute um, in this new, it's a newer role for me. Um, I will 150,000% be back when the summer is over in August. Um, but yes, I, I am uh, very excited for this summer and I don't did that. Uh, I don't remember what the, what the entire question was. I think that was it. Um, just if you could tell us a little bit about your new venture and, and yeah, yeah. So I'm, so I'm going, I'll be working at a summer camp. I'm going to be uh, the assistant director. Um, it's a big sports camp. We're going to be playing a lot of basketball, playing a lot of football, softball, soccer, 
everything. We actually have a lot of staff coming over from the UK. We hire a ton of international staff. So who knows? Maybe you guys will come work at camp next summer and meet a bunch more Bulls fans. But it's something that I am super excited. means a lot to me. And once again, thank you to all the people at CHGO for supporting me in this and, you know, um, allowing me to go and pursue one of my biggest passions. It really means a lot. Yeah, it's it's great that they've given you that opportunity to to go off and, and, and do something for yourself and still leave the door open for you. It just it truly shows you uh, and everybody else what you mean to them. Um, you know, I, I that means a lot to me. I, I I I like to think yeah, you know, I like to think that I've done a, a good job, but I, I just think it says more about the type of company and the culture that they're creating for them to um, yeah, just understand this for me and, you know, allow me to pursue this. So it means a lot. Yeah. Obviously you're, you're taking the time out through the summer. Uh, last year, uh, CHO went to Vegas, didn't they, with the summer league? Is that happening again or? I mean, um, I don't know if I can say, I think it's going to happen. I, I have a strong inclination. I wasn't in Vegas last year. Um, I like to think, I would have been invited this summer if I was going to be around. Um, I do think you can probably expect the CHO crew to be back in Vegas. Um, that is my guess. I don't want to confirm anything officially, um, but I'm sure first. that they will have. I'm sure that Matt, Dave, and Will, uh, along with the rest of the All City guys, will be just fine in Vegas without me. I'm sure they'll have a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah, they're um, they're obviously over in Denver at the minute, aren't they, Matt and? Matt and Dave, have, have you spoke to them since they've been there? Um, I have spoken to them. You know, we had, we had a little bit of trouble uploading our episode yesterday, so I have spoken to them. Um, but, yes, it looks like they are having a lot, a lot, a lot of fun in Denver, and it makes me jealous. I'm hoping I can get out to the DNVR bar soon because it looks really awesome, and there's a lot of people over there that I just can't wait to meet in person. Yeah, I mean, obviously we met uh, Ryan over in Paris with you lot, didn't we? And he's right. Really good chat with him uh, about AVs and everything like that as well. And you know, it's quite a quite a journey for them, isn't it? Having AVs last year and potentially Nuggets this year to be sort of champions in their own sports and that. So it's yeah, it's very cool. To, it's very cool to see, especially right now with the Nuggets. Uh, it just feels like every single day. It's like shout out to Harrison Wynn. He's one of the DNVR Nuggets guys. Um, so he, you know, it just feels like after every game, he's quoting, he's, you know, posting a quote on Twitter that's getting, you know, 10,000 likes. Um, shout out to Adam Mares, who's another DNVR Nuggets guy. He just got a shout out on the Bill Simmons podcast. So it's just cool for them to sort of be in the spotlight. Um, and they're, they're honestly like fully one of the lead, you know, I think the lead, you know, platform that people are going to to talk nuggets and so it's just really awesome for them i'm happy for those guys happy for my guy kale who is the producer for the nugget show um it's awesome and i hope that the bulls are there sooner rather than later i just i mean i can't imagine how much fun it would be to be doing that at our studio with matt and dave and will (laughs) i'd say could get quite um excitable and physical around around the studio (laughs) So have you got nuggets to win then? 
Um, I picked the Heat on the show. We're recording this on Friday. The Nuggets looked pretty good last night, but I like the way the Heat fought. Um, I think both teams sort of left some points on the table, no doubt. Um, but I'm not going to write off Miami because they've been in a big talent deficit every series. But um, the Nuggets looked really good last night, so um, they're going to be tough to beat. Yeah, yeah. I, I have. I've got Nuggets in six. That looks yeah. seems like it's a good pick. Uh, I went Nuggets in five. Yeah, I mean the Joker just. I there's there's nothing you can do to stop that guy. He's just a, a truly dominant, unstoppable force, and they've just done a great job of constructing uh, what right now seems like the perfect perfect roster around him, and yeah. just maximizing the value of every guy. And he just he just really gets everyone at their best. Yeah, he really does. Mike Malone's been a great coach too. Yeah, definitely. Um, I I just think it's amazing. Joker reads the floor and reads the game like a point guard. But then, you know, he's obviously far from a point guard in in the way he's he's built. And it's just an incredible, incredible talent he has. Yeah, he's such a unique player and he's such a unique personality. Mm. I think it's good for basketball and it's good for Denver and... It's been very cool to see, and you know, I'm someone that I think doubted whether or not he was the best player in the world. I don't think I would have acclaimed like I, I was a Giannis believer in that category for a long time. I, I would have voted Embiid the MVP this year if I had a vote. But watching these playoffs, I just you know, there's no doubt who the best player in the world is, and you know, it's it's good to see everybody sort of give him his flowers if they hadn't already because he is just uh, he's a living legend right now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he is. And the great thing about it is he just walks around the floor like so nonchalant. Like he doesn't really, he doesn't look like he's as engaged in the game as he is to watch his demeanor. But then he's so tuned in at the same time. Right. Same thing off the floor. He's like an easygoing guy. And, you know, it doesn't seem like he's riding his horses, doing whatever. But I think, it, I think behind, you know, I think deep down he's, he's, a, I think he's a really fiery competitor and wants to win. Yeah. And, you know, he's, He's proven a lot through the last couple of months. Yeah. yeah. His brothers are certainly fiery, aren't they? Yeah, I would mean, I'm not, <laughs> I would not be talking any smack if his brothers were anywhere near me. <laughs> or him for that matter. I mean, they're all no, yeah. tall and what's he, 280 pounds, so. <laughs> um, you mentioned earlier on how um, you grew up initially as a Cubs fan and you never, you know, really got into basketball because you were you're about my height basically but I was stupid enough to actually get, try and get into basketball but um did you ever actually get in, involved in playing sports or are you involved in playing sports I mean I know you have that um is it softball league that you're playing yeah, yeah no so I've I've played sports my whole life I played basketball but just never like super super competitively I didn't play in high school at a high level um but I've always played sports. I've always played recreationally. I would say I'm a sneaky, good flag football player. I'm a good softball player. Um, not super big, not super fast, but, you know, know the game well. I like to say that, you know, I know where to be and what to do. Sometimes my body just doesn't want to do it. <laughs> I know um, that feeling. <laughs> not a great shooter in basketball. If I was a better shooter, I think I could be a more serviceable player 
can't go left as well as I would like to either. Um, and I'm giving away my entire game plan if I ever have to go one on one with Will Golly, but we'll figure it out. Um, but yes, I I love playing sports, and that'll be a you know big part of my summer this summer, which is just you know one of the one of the things that I'm really excited about. So we have we do like a lot of competition, and so I'll be coaching and refing, and it'll be it'll be a good time. Uh, can you drop a half court shot like the goat then? <laughs> no, I would say I was very impressed with the goat's game. He, I'd say he's got a deeper bag than he lets on. <laughs> yeah, we, you guys very... were at the one ball, and we were, you know, yeah. we were shooting around like not even the half court shot. I mean, we took a, li- we were going at each other a little bit. I, I, I did score on him. I might have gotten away with a little hook, but <laughs> he, he's got a nice jumper. He's got a good form on that. Yeah, it was the way he dropped that half court shot and just walked off so casual as well. You can tell yeah, you could tell before. he's done that before. Right. <laughs> <laughs> he's not called the goat for no reason, is he? So, But, yeah, uh, I've got nothing else, Neil. I don't know if you are. No, nothing, nothing else to uh, to try and interrogate you with, Joey. Um, was there anything that you wanted to kind of say while you are on? Um, did you want to mention anybody, plug anything at all? No, I don't want to plug anything. I just want to say shout out to you guys. I mean, it's hard enough, I think, for me sometimes to tune into every game. And you guys are just, I think, when we we, we throw around the word diehard a lot, but I think you guys and all the UK fan base are the true diehards. And it's so cool to see how much you guys care. And it's been so, so cool to see, um, you know, you guys tuning into our show, it means really so much that you, you know, to have your support. Um, I, I can't remember the last, you know, Bulls game that we didn't get you guys in the chat, at least for a little bit before you logged off to go to sleep. But <laughs> we just always appreciate your support. Um, and shout out to all the UK Bulls fans, all the UK CHGO fans. Um, you guys are the real MVPs, as KD would say. Um, and... <laughs> You know, I, I, uh, it's been, I, and I, I think it's very cool, um, what you guys do and being there for some of the Bulls UK fans. And this is something that, you know, like we said, we've been talking about and that I've been wanting to do for a long time. So it means a ton that you guys wanted to have me on. And I'm super happy that we can do this. Um, and you guys are the goats. It was, it was unbelievable meeting you in Paris. Um, it was a long time coming. Um, and you know, I can't wait till the next time that we're going to get to see each other. Hopefully you guys, are you guys, oh no, I don't know. Are you guys going to go to the Cubs game in Paris in London? Uh, no, I know. um, Maybe you'll meet up if some of the CHO guys get in London, you'll have to meet up with some of our Cubs guys. Yeah. I know there's a a, a Geordie Bulls who, who listens to this. He's, he's decided to be a Cubs fan at the minute. So I don't know if he's actually going to the game. I know Jimmy from... Uh, UK Chicago Bulls. He was he's got tickets, but he's trying to sell them at the minute. He's, <laughs> Don't blame him with the way the Cubs season has been going. But <laughs> you know, I when I, whenever the next time that we get to see each other is, it'll be it'll be awesome. And thank you guys again for having me on. Yeah, uh, th- I mean, thanks. Obviously, we we appreciate it. appreciate you giving us your time, and we're glad we got you before you you go away for your ten weeks on your camp. And, I will um, be here. You'll be hearing from me. You'll be seeing me. Don't worry. I, I'll. I'm not. I'm not going anywhere. And and then I will be back in studio very shortly. So don't don't worry. 
Not that you're not that you guys are, but <laughs> oh no, very much so. You know, there, there's a big following out there for you too, Joey. You know that. We, we shout out to, to all the Joeys. That's my last shout out. Shout out to <laughs> all of the people that you know um, have supported me in the chat, and you know, I I had a lot of outpouring of love when I announced I was going to be gone for the summer. Shout out to you know. Alexis and Fish and Colin and, you know, Salim and just all the guys in the chat. You know who you are. You guys are the goats. You make the show what it is and you guys make it fun for us. So there would be no show without all you guys. You guys are the best. Well, yeah. thanks. Well, thanks. We, we, we appreciate that. That's that's cool. Yeah. So just want to give your, your Twitter handle out because I know you, you're on the Joey 2K trail now. Yeah. For sure, at Joey Spathis, go follow. Go follow. I mean, I don't know. Do whatever you want. I'm not. I don't know what I'm tweeting about half the time. But maybe we'll get to two K eventually. It took it took long enough to get to one K. Yeah, I'm sure Big Dave will, will push you along. Yeah. So yeah, like I say, appreciate you coming on, and I'll hand it to Neil for the the sign up. Yeah. So. Um... Thanks very much, Joey, for joining us. Uh, enjoy your hiatus away from CHGO. We will look forward to having you back and uh, hearing you in the background and sometimes in the foreground as well. Um, as usual, do uh, do join us on Twitter. Um, you'll find me at Neil C Red UK. Um, and once again, thanks to all our listeners for tuning in. Do keep leaving comments on the socials. We love the interaction and feedback. And join us in the Facebook group too. And you'll find Matt at Matt C-Red UK. Remember to subscribe, give us the important five-star reviews and to check out all of our latest information and get access to our written articles, click on CRedUK.com. Until the next episode, wherever you are in the world, C-Red and go Bulls. It's time for the percolator. Percolator.